Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, you just had two weeks to plan. Right. Now I put this on Twitter. If if we lose bad, it's on coaching. It's not on the players. I'm expecting a win. Yeah. If you don't get a win, you're you're gonna hear me every week from now on fire them. And welcome back to another edition of Real Bucks Talk Podcast. This is Michael Plus and Mark Ramirez joining me. Uh, man, what? <laughs> we actually have like some good news, but it's also bad news because we lost yesterday. And it's like, yeah, we're back again at two and three. It's like the uh, Groundhog Day all over again. But <laughs> um, yeah, we have the news today of Mike Smith being fired. And, you know, we said it last week. We we're like, these guys, like if they. You know, you have two weeks to prepare, and if you don't show any, like, improvement and just continue to see the same thing over again like we've been seeing, it's like a change needs to happen. And, you know, fortunately, the Bucks are smart enough to make that change. Now, we don't know what this is going to do. We don't think it's going to be the answer to everything. You know, players still have to do it on the field, but it it was something that needed to be done. I mean, the stats were there. I mean, it just continued to get worse and worse. Uh, but, yeah, I mean – it's kind of uh, kind of bittersweet today because it's like, yeah, we're happy that they made a good decision, but again, we're still at two and three, and a long way to go. Yeah, I mean, it was the right move to fire Mike Smith. Right. Everyone knows that. I mean, the Mike Smith fire his ass crowd was all over the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's expected. He's putting up right. records of bad defense, like yeah. total yardage and most points given up. Like, what do you expect? They put up a, a stat. It was. The career, or not the career, the the NFL highest percentage passing for an NFL season is 72%. We're giving up 77% right now. Yeah, it's not good. And then QB rating, I believe, it was 116. We're giving up 130. I mean, it's it's sad. It's pathetic. Yeah. And, I mean, Jenna, Jenny Lane? Yeah, Jenna Lane. Jenna Lane? Yeah. Uh, put up a st- or something, put up something saying that, okay, she... She talked to David after the game, Levante David, and Rondé went up to him and said, listen, yeah, Mike Smith's defense, it's his defense. You got, you guys got to own up and run it, mm-hmm. and you got to own up to that defense. I don't care if you like it or not. You got to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess 
the players got what they wanted. They're not going to run his defense. But still, what do you think they're going to change in one week? Yeah, I mean, I mean to be realistic, yeah, Mike Smith's gone. That direction's finally over. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how much you're going to see a change. To yeah. be honest, yeah, I mean, you might see a little bit more aggression, you know, from Mike from Mark Duffner, who's going to be the the intern uh, defense coordinator. So you might see a little changes here and there. But again, it's up to these these guys that are on the field that whatever they're being asked to do, that they go out there and do their job. So I mean, that's going to be critical. But I, I don't know. I I think again, it, it's the right move. Like we've been saying, uh, it was it was bound to happen because unfortunately, Mike Smith just wasn't going to change his scheme. He was trying to you know play to what he thought would work, and these guys just weren't getting it done. I mean, I don't know. You know, I saw an interesting comment uh, by one of my friends. They said, you know, it'd be interesting to see if they play like they play differently now since he's gone. Like as far as because he thought like they just they quit on Mike Smith like they weren't playing for him, and I don't know if that's the case. I mean, it could be like guy, you could see it on the field like guys were trying to do their own thing, but I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping we just see a better, different results. But hey, I don't think they quit on him. Right. I think it's more guys trying to do more than their their assignment. Yeah. I mean, because you you also got a mix in of rookies. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's you. And then the the eight nine yards back. Yeah, I think you have a mixture of guys that are trying to do too much, trying to prove themselves to the team, trying to make a play. Right. When really, if you play like we always say, eleven is one, mm-hmm. especially on defense. Yeah. It will come with time. Mm-hmm. You can't keep trying to go out of place to tr- to make a play, thinking, oh no, it's going to go here. Yeah. No, you got to stick to your assignments. Make your reads just the same thing how a quarterback does, mm-hmm. especially if you're in zone, how Mike Smith asked them to do it. Then you got a bunch of rookies trying to learn on the job. And Colton Davis, yeah, he's shown flashes of being pretty good. But MJ Stewart really has shown flashes of being really bad. <laughs> I mean, he's slower than expected. He's not making the right reads. So you have a mixture of guys that want to win now and JPP, Gerald McCoy, Levante David, Quan. And then you have the guys learning on the job, and these three rookies, rookie safety, corner, two corners. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it was tough for Mike Smith, one, but it was also his own demise because you can't force something that isn't there. you got to dummy it down. you got to make it easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about it earlier. The Steelers did it. Yeah. And now people are talking about how their defense is so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was – Mike Smith's defense, he had to own up to it, and he ultimately is by getting fired. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the fall guy, and, yeah, I mean, he has no one to blame but himself. I mean, he was he was stubborn uh, not to make changes, and you could see it weekly as far as what they're playing scheme-wise, and they just continue to do the same things over and over again. You see it on Twitter with all the Bucks fans. They're like, you know, what's the definition of insanity? And that's pretty much the Bucks defense. They just continue to try to do the same things, not really change, you know, what they're trying to do. And you get the same results. You're allowing 400 yards, you know, weekly, and you're allowing 30 points per game. That's usually not a SSP for success. I mean, you're asking your offense, yeah, our offense can probably score 35 points a game if executed properly, but that's a lot of pressure to put on them. Uh, 29 points should be enough. Uh, even Warren Sapp came out on Twitter, I think, today, and I saw it. It was pretty interesting. He was like, 
yeah, 29 points would have been enough for us uh, back in the day. He's like, that's an easy championship. Uh, and he's like, these guys have to get it together as far as uh, being on the same page and being consistent in what they're asked to do. Like, if your job is to cover the flats and, and get into that zone area, then your ass needs to be there. Like, there's no reason why you shouldn't be where you're supposed to be. Uh, it's all about positioning. If guys are in the spot they're supposed to be at, then most of the time you're not going to allow those big plays or you're not going to allow, uh, you know, big gains, you know, consistently. You're going to get three and outs. Like, for example, what was the play? Uh, the third and ten to Hooper right in the middle of the field. Yeah. Like, our safety going back 20 yards for no reason. Like, And that what? was the new guy. That was Adams, yeah, right? Yeah. Last name? Yeah. But, I mean – Things like that, if you're not prepared to be on the field, don't put them on the field. Yeah. I don't care how tired Whitehead is. Right. Whitehead's going to be a player. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that right now. I don't care what defensive coordinator we have. Yeah. That kid can play. Yeah. I mean, he's aggressive. He's smaller, but he once he sees it, he's going. He's going. He's putting his like whole body on the line, too. Right. But that Adams guy, I had no clue what the hell was going on. Yeah. Everyone's on a man. Mm-hmm. Everyone was man. Justin Evans is the high, deep safety. Adams was on the line and then goes running, yeah. running back. Yeah, for no reason. There was no reason. He yeah. had clearly had no idea what the hell he was doing. All right. And as a coach, you can't put a guy out there like that. I don't care how many guys down you are. Mm-hmm. He has no clue what the hell he's doing. Don't put him out there. Yeah, I mean, like, where's, like, even though he had a bad game against the Bears, but, uh, like, put Isaiah Johnson in there if, at yeah. least, you know. At least he knows the defense somewhat. And I don't even think I saw Isaiah Johnson. I don't Johnson. think I saw him in, the, in there either. But, like, they could have put him in there and, like, at least, like, play the line where the, the yards need to be gained. Like, play the the first down marker right there, and you probably have a, either a knockdown pass or Ryan has to go somewhere else. But I mean, yeah, so enough about – Mike Smith, we'll talk about more about right. moving forward, but like, let's talk about the game. Right. Yes, let's start with the defense. Our defense was abysmal yet again. Mm-hmm. Especially, the, I mean, the first half was abysmal. Right. Just flat out terrible. The worst I've ever seen this defense play was the 26 seconds yeah. <laughs> before the end of the half. Yeah. Atlanta went from the 25 to, I believe it was. The 35. Yeah, well, that was Pittsburgh all over again. I mean, they did nothing. Yeah. Ryan Smith, what the hell are you thinking? I, I don't know. This guy has all the athleticism in the world, yeah. but just does not have any mental game. Mm. He plays further than eight or nine yards back. Literally doesn't read a route. He doesn't read routes. He just, mm. oh, the guy's going that way. I'll go after two seconds after he's made the cut. He lets the guy catch it. He doesn't make plays in the ball. No. How the hell does Hooper beat you to a spot? <laughs> you're more athletic than him. You're faster than him. He's maybe two, three inches taller than you. You can easily outjump him. Mm-hmm. He should not be beating you. Right. If it's Gronk, okay. Travis Kelsey, okay. If it's O.J. Howard in practice, okay. Yeah. Uh, Hooper. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah. come on. Like yeah. This dude, I, I know you liked him coming out. He has everything you need. God gave him all the gifts. Mm-hmm. He's not studying enough. Yeah, That's my biggest issue with yeah. that. And people are getting mad at Grimes. He, in the second half, literally played well. Yeah, yeah. He did. And when he played closer to the line, and they, they probably reamed his ass. Get mm-hmm. closer to the line. We're going to send some more blitzes in. Right. Get ready to read the first route and jump it he played well he mm-hmm. did knock some down not knock some down knock some balls down 
Yeah. He played more aggressive. Right. But Ryan Smith, I have beef with. Um, Grimes, he's older, but he's still he's playing at a high level. Mm. MJ Stewart. Let's talk MJ Stewart. He's a safety. I, I'm going to try and say it's just because he's still a rookie and he's still learning. But on many occasions, I was talking about this with you before the cast. Like, he, it looks like, doesn't know where he needs to be. He was better when they were sending him in on blitzes. Yeah, he, he's a better blitzer. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. But many occasions, you see the whole team is in a zone. And he's dragging with a man. Yeah. yeah. That's blatantly not knowing what your assignment is. And that's another reason why Mike Smith spot fired. Mm-hmm. But let's continue. Yeah. And then he's slow. Yeah. As a slot receiver. And we're slot bitching corner. about uh, receiver. <laughs> slot corner. And we're bitching about Hargraves all last year. Every Bucks fan was doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stewart's a rookie, but he's way slower than Hargraves right now. Yeah. I don't know if it's because he's thinking too much. Could it be. It probably is. Probably is. But confidence thank you I'm, much. I'm surprised you haven't heard many bucks fans talking trash on him because he's he's not doing well no and like you deserve to get it if if you're showing that many times on tape bad and yes i put up the beninock tape mm-hmm. he deserved it yeah I, we've talked on here so many times i needed to put it visually for y'all to see but let's talk more on the defense what else did you see yeah i mean just you know mj stewart i think is a safety i think you know he's limited athleticism is gonna is gonna hurt him but you know, to Mark's point, I think he is thinking too much out there. I think it's confidence as well. Uh, same thing with Ryan Smith. I think Ryan Smith is, as Mark said, mental, but it's also confidence, not playing to his strengths. Again, he's more of a press corner. When he played press against the Eagles, he had a pretty good game. But it's like just so inconsistent between all three of the guys as far as corners, whether it be uh, Stewart, Ryan Smith, even Brent Grimes from you know, from time to time. Uh, Carlton Davis, I think, is the only one that's kind of upward, you know, ascending. Getting better. Yeah, because right? he's got he's got the skill set. He's going to be a good player. I don't know if he's a true number one corner, but as far as being, you know, a solid number two, I think he can be that guy. Uh, and then from the safety play, I think, you know, Justin Evans, again, it's just consistency. I mean, he's showing flashes, but then again, he's all he's kind of all over the place as well. Uh, Jordan Whitehead, I think, is going to be good. But, you know, it's just time and experience. These guys just don't have it yet, and they're just kind of learning on the job. And then when they're asked to do what they're being asked to do <laughs> and it's not what they do well, then it's going to put them in positions to, you know, fail. Looks like shit. Yeah, shit pretty much. <laughs> um, but to other position groups, you know, defensive line, uh, JPP is probably the only one that's consistently, like, consistently playing well. I think the rest of the guys, Vita Vea is showing flashes. He was big on the— Oh, I'll be on him soon. <laughs> he showed big flashes. I mean, that third and two play, that was all him. Uh, got the key stop at the end of the game. But, you know, these guys are just not winning one-on-ones. I mean, there's consistently one-on-one matchups, and they're just not winning. Whether it be JPP, whether it be Vinny Curry, Gerald McCoy is, is like a ghost. Like, he just doesn't show up. And uh, that's a whole podcast we can talk about, but <laughs> because I just I don't think the guy makes enough plays. I mean, to not show up on the stat sheet uh, consistently, it's it's a problem, especially when you're being paid what you're being paid, and you're supposed to be a leader, uh, and then you're shown on TV dancing with yeah. Quan Alexander when you're down eight points, and your defense played like dog shit in the first half, and. <laughs> you're putting your team in bad positions yet again. You go from 
Pittsburgh down 30 to 10 at halftime. You go to Chicago down bloodbath. Bloodbath. What was it? 35 to whatever. I don't want to remember. Yeah, it was that bad. And then in this game, you're down 21 to six when your offense came down the first drive and scored a touchdown. And then they don't have any chance to, you know, get into any kind of rhythm or at least settle in and try to score again. And then when they look at it, it's already 21 six. It's like, you're just putting your teams in bad position. Uh, Granted, the bright side of this defense is they've found ways to be better in the second half. They've only given up 10 points, I think, in the second half. But their first half has just got awful that it's hard for the offense to do, find a way to come back. Well, look at the – okay, so to the let me put a couple of things here. The Gerald McCoy, Quan Alexander dancing, to me, I was like, okay, well, maybe they're just trying to hype up the team because yeah. we're in such a – shithole that yeah. they're just trying to uplift the spirits of the team. And that's needed. Yeah. And I, I know JPP said, oh, we need to be better leaders on the – who was it? What, what show was that? I think it was, was on, on the radio today. On the radio, yeah, on the radio today. He's like, yeah, we need to be better leaders. The leaders need to lead. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. But, like, I can see why McCoy and Quan were doing that. They're just trying to uplift the team. If these guys are so heads down, right. you want to bring them up. Yeah. I, 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 wouldn't, I didn't have that much beef on that one. I don't either. You know, it's just – I don't. I'm just expecting more from McCoy. I just want to see McCoy dominate on the field. Oh, I agree. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I mean, he didn't get a sack this game. I think JPP got the only sack. Right. And to that to that point, it's and it was in the second half. Mm-hmm. But to that point, JPP, yeah, he's playing at a good level. If if they have any time to get to the quarterback, if it's less than two seconds, that's what all these Atlanta does. They do timing routes. Yeah. And that's what a majority of it was. And Miss assignments. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to get the ball out quick. Yeah. You can't get to the quarterback in less than two seconds. That's, I don't think it's possible. It's I don't even think Von Miller can do that. No. <laughs> but the D-line, yeah, Vita Vea, let me make my comment on him. He is a man mover. Oh, yeah. Like, he threw Alex Mack to the ground multiple times. He threw their right guard to the ground multiple times. I need to put those up. I'm sorry, fans. But – he he's going to show what he's got. And there was one where he literally, if the ball was held two seconds, he would have eating, he would have eaten Matt Ryan. Like he tossed his guy to the side. I don't know if it was Mac or the right guard, but he tossed him to the side and had an easy mm-hmm. path straight there. If you singled him, you're done. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's, he's just showing more and more. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Derwin James, yeah, he's a good player. But I still think we made the right decision. Nassib, I love his energy. Mm-hmm. He did well. Uh, McCoy, I don't know. I, I didn't. He didn't pop off the screen. Usually your best players will. Yeah. He didn't. David did. Mm-hmm. David made a lot of big plays. Right. Quan, he made some plays. No, don't get me wrong. No, Quan did make some plays. There were some screens that he made mm-hmm. that he read it quickly and made it. And he's always been known for his motor. Right. But it's it's getting all that to work together mm-hmm. and we made that point with the mike smith argument these guys hopefully under duffner will listen will like what he's saying it's not and got, people were asking if it's going to be a total change i totally do not think it's going to be a huge change mm-hmm. there will be minor things you can't totally change a defensive scheme no. in the middle of the year yeah. you just can't what would you expect if something like that would have happened it would have happened before the buy you would have had like two weeks to try and do something mm-hmm. But mid-week, you you can't change much. You can maybe add some more blitzes, um, say, be closer to the line, Mm -hmm. say, just 
do this, do that, but you can't totally change um, like a whole deal. It's not right to go from 4-3 to 3-4, but that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what else would you want to say? No, no, absolutely. On that point, I mean, you can change a few rules here and there, like as far as what you're going to ask these guys to do, as far as, you know, playing more aggressive or, you know, being in certain spots. But, yeah, I mean, the scheme is going to be the scheme. It's it's going to be hard to change. You're going to see, again, pretty much the same stuff, you know, cover three, cover four. But you're hoping, like, these guys – just like Mark said, you're going to listen to him and be accountable as a unit and really understand, hey, we need to do our job because we just got our coach fired. Yes, he was asking us to do certain things that we might have not liked. But again, it, it, it comes down to the players on the field. Like you got to execute that plan no matter what as far as what he's asking you. Like if, if you continue to be out of position and you're putting this tape on, on the field – I mean, that just doesn't look good on you as a player. And when contract comes up, you know, you're not going to get that big payday. You know, Quan Alexander is not going to get big money. I know people are saying he's going to get a big contract. I seriously doubt that. Like, he, his value has definitely changed over the years, and I don't think it's going to be this super contract that is going to put us in cap hell. And, you know, I just – I don't see I that. I agree. Yeah, I don't see that. Yeah, I mean, I think I see it, and I think – Teams see it. Mm-hmm. Our linebackers are not good in coverage. Yeah, absolutely. They can't be put in these islands of zones where they need to make reads on the quarterback. Right. Quan, he's an athlete, yes, but he's a linear athlete. He doesn't know how to cut and mm-hmm. go with a, a running back. Like when we have Ed McCaffrey, Tevin Coleman, yeah, got Mark Ingram, yeah. Kamara, guys that can really make you burn in the backfield mm-hmm. in our division, let alone. Yeah, and they. Below, they just suck against all these guys. Yeah. Point blank. I mean, every time they make a cut, our guys going the wrong way. And even David, David's a great player. Mm-hmm. I'll say great. He is that good, and he makes a lot of reads and gets through guys so much bigger than him. I, I love Levante David. I loved him when we drafted him. Mm-hmm. But he himself, like, he's not great against running backs, right. and it's guys that are smaller on him. But it's just they don't. They're having issues bumping them and mm-hmm. throwing them off the course. Like yeah. they needed. Either learn that or change the scheme and help these linebackers out. Yeah. Because Levante David is good. Quan is good at being very aggressive and downhill. Mm-hmm. If you're going to move him backwards, it's like we say against other yeah. teams' defenses. Yeah. These guys are lumberers and they usually come downhill. Mm-hmm. Quan, sadly, is sort of like that. Mm-hmm. Besides that one huge game he had against the Falcons, what, his rookie season was that? Yeah. Where he went insane. He, he has not done well against the pass. Right. So, no. I mean, go ahead. I mean, no, that's no. the linebackers, in my opinion. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, Beckwith, if he comes back this week or if he's going to be back the following week. That'll be interesting to see how he mixes in and see if he can make an impact as far as pass coverage or just getting after the quarterback in general. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting point. But, yeah, defensively as a whole, I think it's pretty simple. Like, these guys are just not being in the in their positioning. Uh, poor tackling again from certain guys, uh, not winning one-on-one matchups, and just r- pass rush and coverage is just not working together. And hopefully that will start this week against the Browns, but I don't know. Something's got to change, and obviously that was Mike Smith, and hopefully we start to see better results and it can allow this offense to win us games because they're definitely good enough, and I think we're going to switch over to that side. You know, the return the return of Jameis Winston, I thought, you know, for the most part, I thought he was really good. I liked his – I mean, 
he was running around there like Michael Vick for a little bit. Seriously, I loved it. <laughs> like, he was showing some moves, like the spin moves and, and making some plays. Again, sometimes you're yelling at him. It's like, why are you not throwing away the ball? But that's just who Jameis is. I mean, he's he's the ultimate playmaker. And, again, I thought for the most part, you know, I thought he had one bad interception. Uh, the other interception, I think, was just bad luck and poor placement on his part. Uh, you know, that ball a little bit higher to Godwin. That's probably a touchdown. But I thought for his first game back, I thought he looked very smooth. Um, getting the ball out quickly, getting it out to different receivers. We saw the camp break connection to start the game, which was nice. Uh, I like to see camp break more in the game. I, di- I didn't see him much as far as – One reception, yeah. one touchdown, 15 yeah. yards. That was it. Yeah, so it's like it's weird that he wasn't in there more with O.J. Howard. I know O.J. came in later in the game, and then he started to dominate, and he was making plays all over the field. So I'm not sure if that was just to keep all clear in there to you know pass protect and all that. But, yeah, I mean, Jameis, it was a good quality start. Here's my opinion on Jameis Winston. You got the moves. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he did some. I couldn't believe what the hell he was doing out I there. Know, like, he did some spin moves, some yeah. hop steps. Yeah. I thought that was LeBron out there. <laughs> Holy shit! I mean, what was he doing those three games he was out? I don't know. My God, he's looking <laughs> spelt now. I'm joking, but all of y'all should know I'm a huge Jameis Winston fan. So he he played well. He almost had four. Okay, someone made this point. There. Uh, family friend came over here. It was like, oh, actually, brother-in-law's boyfriend made this point. Okay, I'm saying this. Fitzpatrick, he went out there and balled out three games. What is Winston going to do in those next three games? I go, probably the same damn thing or better. So Fitzpatrick had so many games of 400 yards, four touchdowns, and I was like making this point of, Jesus, no one knew what to expect with Fitzpatrick. Defense were like, oh, okay, well, we'll just play soft. He's not that good. He's a backup. But the thing is, Fitzpatrick knew what he had. Winston knows what he has. But no defense was expecting Fitzpatrick to do that. They gave him no respect. They give Winston respect. They, they think he's just going to make the first read and throw it there. That's what the, the bad rap is on Winston. That's why people are trying to jump his routes. But he played so well. He did a lot of looking one way, looking the other way, throwing it to another option. His eyes were all over the field. Mm-hmm. I think he played very, very well. He had one pass that I honestly think it was what he was taught to do. Look deep. If that open, mm-hmm. that, that's an option, hit it. Yeah. Touchdown to check down. That's how he's – I feel like he's always been taught since college. And he saw it. He thought he could get it there, and it just so happened didn't happen. Right. But the Godwin touchdown, that was a good read. I'm going to let everyone know that. That was a very good read. Mm-hmm. He was one-on-one with a corner. He just – if he throws that three inches higher, mm-hmm. that's a touchdown. Yeah. It hit him in the back of the damn head. Yeah, helmet. How, how Helmet, head, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But how much more accurate could have been? It was, was going to be there. The guy's head was in the damn way. Godwin was above the guy. If he throws it to his hands, it's a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, everyone's like, oh, but Humphreys is right there. If your first read yeah. – is an open route, and you read it right correctly, knowing that he's not doubled, mm-hmm. he's only singled, you don't go to the next read. Right. There was no point in going to the next one. It should have been a better throw, yes. Mm. 
But he doesn't. He's predicting that the ball is going to go there. He doesn't know the guy's head's going to be in the way. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, get off his ass sometimes. So, yeah. This magic's going to sit on the bench unless Winston's hurt. Right. Winston's a better option. I don't ever want to hear that again. I don't want to hear an argument again. <laughs> no, I, no. You're going to start arguments on Twitter. <laughs> No, Winston. Winston's definitely the starter, and you know on that drive you go you backtrack a couple plays. Like if Humphreys is like two point seconds faster, like that's an easy touchdown. Like if he runs if he runs like a four four, he's in there. But you know he gets caught from behind, and then on the first play of that drive at the two yard line, I didn't like the run call because that's just so obvious. They come out in a heavy formation, and that's just like either you pass the ball out of that situation or you let Jameis run the ball on a bootleg. You know, that's the obvious thing to do. And then following that that play, we get a penalty, so that moves you back five yards. You're now second and nine. And now it makes it more difficult for Jameis. And like Mark said, I mean he made the right read. Yeah, sure, Humphreys is open in twenty twenty vision or hindsight, but Godwin was the right play, inaccurate ball, bad luck, whatever you want to call it. That happens. It's football. Um, again, he still put us in a position to win the game. We had chances, just couldn't execute as far as down the stretch. And, again, that goes back to the poor defensive play, getting in that de- deficit to start with. Um, How about the biggest execution? You miss an extra point. Yeah, miss an extra point. Uh, and then, let's see. A gimme. Yeah, extra point. You missed two point conversions. Um, trying to think what other big plays um, offensively. I mean, there's another one in the red zone. Well, yeah, yeah, the red zone interception. Well, the, um, you, when we need touchdowns, we had to settle for a field goal. Yeah, I mean, it's just things like that where you're so far down, you mm-hmm. can't settle for a field goal, and, that, and we got in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Literally, not, it was not like we got to the just to the twenty. We're in. Yeah. Like the five. Oh, I know what it was. It was, um, I think it was like third and six or something, and Beninock gets beat, and then it ends up being a yep. sack. That that was another one, and we had to sell for a field goal. So it's just like, you know, yeah, you're right. doing yeah. your job and, like, that, you know, just not making plays when we need to. But, yeah, I mean, missing an extra point, giving up a field goal before, before the half, and then Matt Bryant just – being Superman and making a 58-yard field goal, you know, in the last sec- or last minute, you know, if he misses that, all we need is a field goal to win, which mm-hmm. we probably get. So it's just like it's just little things, and it shows you it's a, a game of inches. I mean, I'll say this about to follow up the offense. The offense did very well. Peyton Barber was outstanding. I was just about to say, you <laughs> bastard. So yeah, Peyton Barber only 13 carries, had 82 yards, long of 28. And had one receiving touchdown. That man played like he wanted to win. Right. Like, he was blocking amazingly. That never gets a credit. Blocked so good. Mm-hmm. Um, caught a touchdown. He's never known for catching balls. I right. mean, he wanted to win. Mm-hmm. He He's one of these guys that you want on your team. Like I said that earlier in the year. He wanted your team because he wants to win the, win the game. Mm-hmm. And he played well. I mean, even though he didn't have many holes. Right. He still would... Dart in there. He made his own hole. Yeah, yeah. He made a lot of good moves so, as far as getting space and and making plays after contact. I mean, he was running over guys. Uh, it's it's kind of sad we couldn't feed him more. Like it, you would like to see him get to that twenty carry plateau and see what he could do. But again, you know the the game dictates as as far as running the football. Uh, and then you know the other running backs. You know Ronald Jones. Uh, yeah, someone had a question on that on Twitter. It was like. Um, TB Buccaneer 02. TB Buccaneers 02. 
on Twitter said, why is Jaquiz Rogers continues to get snaps while they decide to put Sean Wilson on an inactive list? Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I don't know why they have Rodgers back there because he doesn't really provide much as far as special teams, as far as returning. Uh, I didn't really see him much as far as in pass protection. So maybe it's a time to switch that up and see, like, as far as what Sean Wilson can give him another chance. But, again, Sean Wilson didn't do much either when he was back there. So it's... I mean, my, th- my point on that is Jaquiz Rodgers is a veteran. Mm. Obviously, Cutter has, is – yeah, in trusts, love with him, trusts him. Trust him. Yeah. And he's a better pass blocker. That's all you can say with Jaquiz Rogers. Yeah, he's trusted. He's not going to fumble. Mm-hmm. Sean Wilson, he's going to get his time. He's going to get his opportunities because he showed how quick he is, how right. shifty. You said it himself, like mm-hmm. you said it yourself. He's like Darren Sproles. He's like lightning in a bottle. Yeah. He's going to show it later in the year. Don't worry. He'll have his time. Rodgers is just a means to then. Like, the only reason why I think he was in there is because of his pass blocking mm-hmm. and the trust. That's the only, only reason. He's not going to return anything. Yeah. Sean Wilson, yeah, he's he earned the return job. Mm-hmm. He should be back there, but that's that thing with Ronald Jones. I think because Ronald Jones is really showing only he can do his run, but now he can. He caught a couple passes. So hopefully if his pass blocking gets better, mm-hmm. yeah, all the young guys will be in there. Yeah, but, yeah. To Cutter's credit, you can't trust a a five nine, one hundred seventy five pound court a running back like mm-hmm. Wilson to do that. Yeah, yeah. I think you know, and to that point, I think Rojo his his elevation of play is really showing. I think he's gotten better, so that's positives as far as catching the ball, pass blocking. Uh, I don't know. I don't think he got any carries as far as running the football, but. Um, you know, he looked he had one for three yards. One for three. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He had to make some people miss to get get the three yards. So, oh, Mike Vick. I mean, uh, Jameis Winston had five for thirty-one. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Jameis looked really good running the football, and I, I hope that continues because I like when he's running it. Did you see the option? I oh yeah, Remember, that's the right. third yeah, down, for, for third the down front, play. For, yeah, Jesus, <laughs> keep that in the playbook, buddy. Yeah, yeah. zone read. That was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. A little RPO action. I mean, that's just good stuff. Um, so yeah, I hope that continues. Uh, you know, we so receivers. Let's let's go to receivers. I think Evans and and Deshaun continue to play at a high level. Uh, especially Deshaun, I, I like how he's playing, uh, especially return game, and then in the in the receiving game, he's just consistent. Chris Godwin, all those guys. OJ Howard uh, continues to be a beast, but offensive line, uh, <laughs> right, the right guard. Uh, they find ba- they they, him. they well, they finally figured it out. I mean, they finally figured out like he needs to go to the bench. And they put in Evan Smith. Now, get, granted, Evan Smith's not a huge upgrade. Like he's not going to solve every problem that we have on the offense line, but he's going to be better than just consistently he's not a, getting beat. Yeah, like. he's a far better pass blocker. I'll give him that. Right. He just can't be moved as much. Like I, my biggest rap on Beninock was he doesn't have enough weight on him. Yeah, it gets moved back. It's true. Yeah. I mean, Evan Smith got the same. Things he got, mm-hmm. Beninock got, but he, it's just he's fatter and he's harder to move. He's mm-hmm. got a bigger base. Yeah, Beninock's like lanky. You can't be lanky as a, a lineman. Right. You got to be stout. You got to be able to take the hits that these defensive linemen are doing. They're coming at you. Mm-hmm. Your weight has to be able to keep you down and take that hit. Right. Right. So uh, that, I believe that's why. But even 
that. He was beat, getting beaten by speed. Mm-hmm. Someone did a spin move on him, and he fell. <laughs> I, I, I've been saying it enough. I, I put it out there for you all to see. And that was just the first quarter. Yeah. I mean, there was plenty more that looked ugly. I'm not going to put them out there anymore. I just wanted to put it out there because I've been saying it on here. No one really understood, really, until I put it out there. And now it's out. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he stays on the bench until he really learns how to do it. And Kappa, I'll say this on here, too. Mm-hmm. He didn't do well in the preseason. And right. if you're doing bad against backups of backups, yeah. what do you think is going to happen, like I made a point, against Miles Garrett, mm-hmm. who we're playing this week? Uh, it's going to be bad. <laughs> very, very bad. Yeah. And it's, but, you, you can't expect Kappa to, to man up against that guy. Yeah. So, I mean, Evan Smith, I think, is a serviceable mm-hmm. replacement. Not a god healer or whatever the hell. <laughs> but, I mean, I'd rather see him out there. Yeah. Dotson, I don't know where the hell people got insulting at Dotson. He, he didn't do I that bad. I thought the rest of the line played fine. I, I don't have any issues with the rest of the line. I thought, for the most part, they were consistent. I thought Donovan Smith played well. Like, I, I liked how he played. You know, Tag Mc, or was it McKinley? Or it was Beasley. Beasley, that was continuing to jump off sides, and that wasn't getting called. But, um... I thought, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. I, I thought he did well against Beasley, McKinley. Whoever he was going up against, I thought he did pretty well. Again, I'll have to watch it again just to make sure, but from a a glance, the offensive line outside of the right guard, I thought was pretty outstanding. Uh, they opened up holes. Uh, running backs were making plays. Uh, Jameis had time for the most part. I don't think he, again, the only time he was in trouble is when you had a breakdown by Beninock or Evan Smith, and then you had pressure in his face. And So so you had another weakness that we can pinpoint that hopefully gets solved. Yeah. It's, it can't be solved midseason, but. Hopefully not. Well, I'm just glad this coaching staff finally figured out this guy's sucking ass and we need to put <laughs> we need to put somebody else in there. It's like about damn time you realized it. Like how many plays does it take for you to realize like this guy's just not doing his job, he needs to sit his ass on the bench and time to put in someone else. It's like thank you. You finally see the light. It's like come on. Uh so that was nice to see and hopefully that kind of stuff continues because they just need to get everything together and start clicking because it's time to win. Like, you lost three in a row. Like, you should be able to figure out what you have to do in order to win football games. Like, you have a great offense that can put up points. You're consistently putting up points like, like they have been. You know, just figure it out a little bit on defense. You don't have to be outstanding. Just be average and hold teams to less than 30, and we might have a chance. So, <sighs> Okay, well, I mean, offense overall just ended on this. Offense looked good. Yeah. Besides the two interceptions, we really did move the ball. Yeah, Mike Evans did drop one ball, mm-hmm. which ruined one drive. But the overall, the receivers are great. The tight ends are great. We have every weapon you can ask for. It's just execute. Because mm-hmm. I still believe, like I've been saying at the beginning of the year, we can score 30, 35, maybe more every game. Yeah, It's, it's going to be hard to stop us. Mm-hmm. Can our defense ever stop the other team? They have the personnel to do it. Yeah. Did they have a defensive coordinator? Let's see if Duffner can do it. But, I mean, that's my end all on the, on the offense, defense of this game. What else do you have to say about it? Because there's a couple questions I want to get to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, no, that's pretty much it. I mean, again, it just it just sucks that we're in this position again, two and three, two and three. It's like 
you know, why can we just find ways to win games to get, you know, above 500 and start contending and being that contention for playoffs. But I'm just hoping this team can figure it out. There's still time left in the season. Uh, but overall, it's another disappointing loss. It's like a game you should have won. Uh, we're better than the Falcons. I'm going to put that out there. Like, we're better than them. No, we are. We're better than them. And We said it last week. And yeah, and we, we gave it away. So that's just that's just it. I mean, it's just frustrating. So hopefully we can get back on the winning track. But, yeah, let's get to, uh, let's get to the questions. All right, so on Twitter, at – C. Kurtzman. That's Craig from uh, Vegas, I think. Yep, Vegas Strong. There you go. He said, based on the body language and statements by Kirk, by Kirk, Dirk, (laughs) does he really want to be head coach anymore? He seems like he is a guy who got what he wanted and now regrets it. Mm. How do you feel? That's interesting. I mean, I can definitely see... where he's coming from that i mean dirk just doesn't look i mean in this press conference he looks down and uh real straight shooter i mean he's gonna give it to you like it is as far as in the media but i don't know i mean that could be it i mean he is like he gave up play calling now he's fired his best friend in mike smith um doesn't have many bullets left to to use now i mean this is it like i like that he's doing whatever it takes to win and keep his job i think that's good um but i don't know i i think the guy loves football i mean i think he he likes where he where he's what he's doing now i think he likes the head coach but i don't know i don't i don't think he's like quitting or anything like that all right to my point on this does dirk is dirk giving up i think he's admitted defeat Mm. I think he literally sees all the heat that fans have on him, ownership has on him. Yeah. Jason Light probably has on him saying, oh, you're about to cost me my damn job. Mm-hmm. I get you all this and you can't do shit with it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think he's literally felt the heat of the media and everyone saying, oh, you can't do this, you can't do this, you're doing this. Yeah. You're blowing it. And there's only so much his ego can push them away without putting performance on the field. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we keep losing. <laughs> now it's like a damn uh, snowball effect. We're just getting worse and worse. Right. And it, to me, that's why I said last week, like, if we lose this game, this is on coaching. Yeah. You had two weeks to prepare for one game. The other team is all injury riddled. How do you lose to a team that's this bad? Yeah. I don't care how good their offense is. All you got to do is stop them a couple times. Your offense is that good as well. You couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. And I think just based on that, he himself probably not just being pushed by ownership to fire Mike Smith. Mm -hmm. He himself probably was like, holy shit, you couldn't fucking stop him at all. (laughs) First half. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I know he said himself, oh, it was hard for me. It was the second hardest thing I had to do. No. Mm -hmm. You know you're going to get fired because of the shit display of defense that was put on the on national television. Oh, was it national? <laughs> it's just on TV. But it was on TV. <laughs> but still, like, you're one of 32 and you put up a shit show. Yeah. So, he was embarrassed. He's got to be. Mm-hmm. You're putting up records for the worst. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. It's not a stage you want to be yeah, in. Yeah, and to a uh, final note on that, I mean, the guy the guy has pride. Like, he, he wants to win just as badly as. I want to win. Yeah, just as badly as. If I put up shit like that, I'd, I'd give the fuck up too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I think, I think it's a good thing that he's realizing. Hey, I need to make these changes, or else my ass is grass. Like I'm leaving, I'm out of here. So, to be honest, I wanted his ass gone last yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely, I agree with that. I thought they should have made a move last year after the debacle that was 
you know, 2017, you know, we were hoping they would make a change and we were kind of like, we're like, okay, they're going to stick with them. So we're like, all right, if they bring these certain players in and this and that happens and maybe he makes changes here and there, you know, maybe we have a chance. And after the 2-0 and start, we thought that was the case, you know, with Todd Munkin calling plays, guys executing. Uh, our offense was good enough to win games. But then, you know, the last three weeks has just been a constant repeat of 2017, what we saw last year, you know, not taking advantages of mismatches, not doing what you're supposed to do on defense, just certain things. Like, it's all coming together. It's like, why do we have to keep seeing the same movie? Yeah, I mean, we, we say this all the time here on Real Bucks Talk. You'll always hear us say, take advantage of mismatches. Mm-hmm. You will never see the Bucks take advantage of mismatches. Yeah. If you see a tight end on a, a cornerback, we will we will not take advantage of it. <laughs> or if you see Mike Evans on a 5'10 guy, we will not take advantage of it. If we do, someone else is calling the plays. Yeah. Or, or called the stunt play that works every single yeah. time. Oh, yeah, I didn't, and we yeah. don't even we don't even call it consistently. It's like yeah, it works every time, and we just it's like okay, we're gonna run it this one time, and then that's it. Yeah. So yeah, this stunt play he's talking about is they put in Nassib standing up on the inside, right next to McCoy, and literally all they do is they ask him to when the ball is hiked, run around McCoy and go around the edge. Mm-hmm. And he draws so much attention going that way that the whole line collapses. Right. That happened three times against the Falcons. And every time. Every time it was either an incompletion, and that was the one time we got a sack. Mm -hmm. So, and then we only did that in the second half. The first half was all just run your four straight towards them and have your secondary play in zone. And then sometimes be in man. Yeah. That's not good enough. You got to keep switching it up. and. It's already Mike Smith's gone. Who cares? Yeah. Um, let's go on to the last one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Chris or at TB underscore Bucks underscore for life says, who's going to hold the defense accountable? We can't blame Mike Smith anymore. All eyes are on you. So is it going to be a player? Is it going to be – who's going to be a leader on the defense? Is it going to be a player, mm-hmm. a coach? What's it going to be? I think it has to be everybody. I mean, everybody needs to be accountable, uh, especially on that side of the ball. I mean, it starts with all the players, the coaching staff, you know, Duffner, uh, Princeton Buckner, John Hoke, all those guys involved need to be accountable and making sure that these guys do their damn job. Like, it's, it's not rocket science. Like, stay in your damn position and make it work. Uh, when you're one-on-ones. So it's it starts with everybody. But, you know, from a leadership standpoint, you want to see your best players be your best players, and that's Gerald McCoy, JPP, <laughs> that's Quan Alexander, Levante David, Justin Evans. Yes, he's second year, but he needs to be a damn good player. Same thing with Brent Grimes. All these guys need to step up and be star players. You see Jacksonville, well, they just got killed, but... <laughs> <laughs> They just got killed. But, 40 to 7. But, like, you know, defensive players, like, I guess Chicago Bears, for instance, like Khalil Mack. Like they that got guy, beat, too? What are you talking about? I know. They got beat by the Dolphins, which shows our coaching yep. sucks again. So, uh, I said it last week. Like, they're going to get beat. Yeah. So, but at least Khalil Mack, he shows up every Sunday. So, it's just it's stuff like that. But, uh, but, but to my credit, that's why the Bucks do not hit mismatches. Yeah. The weakness of the Bears is their secondary, but their strength is their defensive line. Mm-hmm. Did we get the ball out quickly to no. to 
counteract their their strength? No, no, no. We're dumb shit. So we're like, oh, let's just throw 15 yards down the field. Let's let, we're, we're going to have time. Yeah. Stupid. But let's get off that tangent. That's okay. the offensive side of the ball. <laughs> to answer that question, JPP making those comments I thought was really cool and standing up. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll have a voice. Even though he's not a loud one, he's more by action. Right. He'll have a big voice. Hopefully he talks to McCoy behind closed doors saying, buddy, we got to bring this together. You got to step up. Mm-hmm. We got to do this. I think it's going to be from that defensive line on back. I do believe Justin Evans is that good of a player, and he can be a leader, but I don't know if he's vocal. Yeah. Um, Quan is all vocal, but can he put it on display on the field? We'll see. I want to at least see him get rah-rah and making his pregame speeches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep doing that. Light him up. Light the fire up. But I think it's just a group effort, like you said. I mean, there's no other thing. They need to look at each other in the eye, hold each other accountable. If a rookie makes a mistake, call them out on it. Mm-hmm. Tell them, stay where the hell you need to stay. And guys, Grimes is pointing out to players on the field, you need to be there. Yeah. So listen to your damn veterans. I mean, it's a team game. It's the ultimate team sport. That, that's all you can say about our defense. Mm-hmm. And they're not playing it. Right. No, I completely agree. Any more? Uh, we have any other questions? Or? Let's see. Is there any more? Yeah. Other than that, if someone asking where to, where they can listen, and it's on iTunes. Oh yeah, let's. Well, we'll get to that. I guess we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. I think uh, that's pretty much it. Again, it's it's coaching and these players doing what they're supposed to do, and that's their job. Like if they're assigned this, then they need to go out there and do it. Execution and coaches coming together, devising a, a game plan that is gonna work and be effective. Uh, so with that being said, uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, I think this team still has a chance to get back on the winning track. They got some winnable games coming up. So thank you for all the Twitter questions. Uh, thank you for, you know, applying reviews and, 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 uh, likes on our iTunes, uh, Podbean, Google play. Now we're on Google play. Yes. We finally got there. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where you can follow us at real bucks talk. Uh, we'll have this podcast up shortly, uh, after we get it all edited and everything ready, but yeah, let's go bucks. We're back at home. Let's win a home game. Come on. Let's, let's beat the Browns. <laughs> get to, get to 500. The Browns. Yeah.